Hello and a very warm welcome to episode 76 of the Sussex by the Sea podcast. A podcast that now covers local football in this great town of ours, as well as keeping up with all the frills and spills, highs and lows of my team, Hastings United. On the show this week, it's week six of the Hastings Report with ESFL veteran Leon Pettit and I running through all our local sides in action in the SCFL, MSFL and ESFL. Also on the show is the SBTS Fan Roundtable where we talk that magnificent Cray win, that Lloyd Dawes sending off and our upcoming game at the Pirate Field against Carl Shorten. Enjoy grassroots fans and over to week six of Hastings Report. It gives me great pleasure to have Leon Pettit here, ESFL veteran for week six of the Hastings Report. Um, first of all, uh, Leon, uh, how's your week been? Um, painful. Yeah. Yeah, d- did my hammy in at the weekend, didn't I? So, walking mm. around like an old man, getting too old for it. No, but um, I do see, but, well, we, we're going to talk about it in a little bit, but I do see that your chaps won wealth. Was it 4-1? Yeah, that's it, yeah. So, yeah. onward and upward, mate. Right then, so we get cracking into the um, SCFL. Because of the cancellation of a week, there was a couple of results we missed. So, just quickly, it was the Peter Bentley Peter Bentley Cup. So, just a couple of those results, which was uh, Bexhill 1-3-1 against Buckfield Town. Uh, goals from uh, Hayden Beaconsfield and two from Jamie Farragut. Uh, with uh, Uckfield getting a goal from Omar Abbas in the same cup, Peter Bentley Cup. Um, little little common, unfortunately got um, well they got hammered by New Haven, uh, five five nil down at half time, uh, for that, but lost five one. It was uh, a hat trick from Lucas Franzen Jones and uh, a goal from Tom Underwood and another goal from what a unnamed little common player which I've still not been able to find out on the other side of things uh, Little Common had two players sent off so it was obviously a feisty encounter and uh, Little Common's goal was from uh, James Miriam Batchelor right so that was the cup games now we're moving on to the uh, this Tuesday games so New Haven had the return leg of their um, game against Little Common this was in the league obviously uh, New Haven 1-2-1 uh, goals um from Jake Mears and Lee Robinson uh, with a, a little common with a goal from Lewis Hull. Um, they were 2-0 down, unfortunately. little common, very early doors, but unfortunately they couldn't put it back. Now we then get to Saturday's games. Now this was a much better result for little common. They won 3-0 against Horsham. Yeah, Horsham are a decent side as well, so it's great to see. Lewis Hull got a goal again. So did Freddie Warren and that man, Sam Crutwell. Uh, and also Johnny Walker saw red for Little Common. So it was all um, feisty stuff. Any words on that um, stuff? Anything you know about that game, Leon? Um, yeah, no, what, a, what a result for Little Common. Mm-hmm. Um, Horsham currently third. Uh, yeah, that was the second defeat of the season. But um, yeah, obviously Little Common come out the blocks flying. 103 attendance there. So good, good little attendance for them. Reading through the Twitter, apparently Walker was... I quote Horsham's uh, Twitter Twitter mm-hmm. admin. Uh, he was sent off for a needless two footer challenge Ooh. on seventy eight minutes. So, but they obviously um, Common managed to hold out. They had, they had two more bookings in those last ten minutes. So I'm guessing there's a lot of let's call it game management, possibly. <laughs> but yeah, no, re- really good, good result for them. Uh, it was nice to see. Um, if you have a look on their Twitter, they 
before the game, they presented a chap called, called Pete Burton, who celebrated his 90th birthday last week. And all the players gave him a, gave him a present. So it was a nice touch, nice to see. Yeah, nice. So yeah, good day all around at Little Common. Yeah, nice to see the supporters being appreciated as well. So that's good. Yeah, definitely. So, Beck, so we now move on to the Saturday. Uh, Bexhill's game, uh, well, an absolute cracking game. They, uh, Bexhill beat uh, Roffey 3-2. Uh, Dan Hull scored at both ends. Uh, Evan Archibald and that man Jack Shonk got the 90th minute winner. Uh, Adam Ali Meskin Hazuza got a, a red card. He's a few to say. And Joseph Futers got the goal for uh, Roffey. Uh, obviously, the other goal was by that man, Dan Hull, who we've spoken to on the phone many times. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, there's the goals and some cracking ones. Uh, you know, it's great to see. Yes, Dan got the OG, but he made up for it with a goal. So, and uh, well done, Bexhill. Yeah, just just about made it. You know, so, um, Roffy yet to get any points yet. So, surprised to to see Bexhill just about get the result there. But um, uh, we'll see a few, one or two tweets to suggest that a draw would have been a fair result. So, um, hmm. yeah, Bexhill got a Got a bit lucky there, but um, yeah, for the winner, it was good, yeah. good counter attacking oh, goal. It? So, if, you know, if, if mm. I was to be very picky, you could say the defender didn't need to get drawn in mm. before um, the ball got passed out to Shonk. But still, what a, what, a, what a goal, what a way to win it! Yeah. And he made he made sure everyone knew he scored as well. <laughs> yeah, poor corner <laughs> flag. What did it ever do to you? <laughs> oh yeah, what? another thing I was going to say, Bexhill. Uh, per- on a personal note, it was nice to see Nathan Court come on. So. Well, his dad's a postman. Obviously, he used to work with him. Mm. So um, I think he made his debut last season, season before. But it's yeah, nice touch to see him make an appearance. Nice one. So uh, well, well done, Nathan. All you posties stick together. Exactly. Might not be a poster anymore, but still. So looking at the fixtures, Leon, uh, little common travel to uh, Eastbourne United. Uh, what are we thinking there? Oh uh, well, Eastbourne are uh, yeah currently playing very well there. Fifth in the table. Mm. Eastbourne have scored a fair few. Scored mm. scored fifteen. They haven't conceded too many, but I mean, little commons. Um, they're fairly decent at the back, so ho- hopefully they can get get something out of it. But no doubt it'll be a tough tough encounter for them. Okay, all right. And then then we've got um, it's Monday when we're recording this, so everyone knows. Um, the Wednesday night game, Bexhill. We've got Eastbourne Town at the Polgrove. Um, you've got to fancy Bexhill the way they're playing at the moment. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah. This their, their first actual home game as well, so it'd be nice to for them to get back. But um, it could be a could be an interesting game because Eastbourne are pretty pretty decent at the back. I haven't really scored too many. Whereas Bexhill are the opposite, really. They've they've been scoring a fair mm. few, but they've, they've leaked in a few, yeah, quite a fair few as well. So could be an interesting game. But yeah, I'd. I'd, I'd I'd fancy Bexhill for that one. Right, so moving on to the Mid-Sussex Prem. Uh, Hollington were facing Ringmer away at the Cayburn Community Ground. And, well, they won comfortably. Uh, goals from, according to Hollington, uh, Drew Greenall, Bradley Pritchard and Daniel Tewksbury. Just going back to Drew Greenall. Now, this was the chap that I'm, I'm sure had a serious uh, leg break. He was uh, quite a good player for Bexhill. I might have played a considerable amount of time for Bexhill. So it's nice to see him back. 
and playing football and getting goals. Uh, yeah, so yeah, the Hollinson carry on their fine their fine form. Mm. Got a very strong squad out. I was having a look through the, the team list and you've got some really good players on the bench. I mean, Rogers was was the top scorer and I think the top scorer in that league last season. You've got Andy Corrigan on the bench and um, Luke, Luke Woodley was playing for their second team. So you've got, you know, cracking um, sub- substitutes there and, you know, guys that aren't even in the in the squad getting in. So they've got a really good squad depth. Yeah. I mean, they, I mean, they mean business, didn't they? I mean, they, they're destined to go up. Mm, yeah. Uh, there's no money behind the scenes. <laughs> just just behind the clubhouse. <laughs> right. So moving on to the the parish field, Westfield, another well, good victory uh, against, unfortunately, Battletown. Uh, still struggling. Um, Ryan Moore, Jordan Ray and Corey Wheeler uh, getting the goals for Westfield and what looked like a convincing victory. So uh, next we've got Silverstone Rangers against Rygate Priory. Um in a game that you would have thought might have a few goals, we had none, but uh, still a good result for Sutherland Rangers, I think. Uh, any thoughts on this game, Leon? Yeah, I'm, um, if I was Sutherland, I'd be happy with that result. Rygate have a third, have come up from the league below and seem to be slotting in well mm. in the Mid-Sussex Prem. So, yeah, to go away, keep a clean sheet, really, you'd, you'd take that. Probably not good for the spectators, but hey, highest football. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, upcoming fixtures, we've got uh, Battletown playing Rotherfield on uh, uh, this Saturday. Do you think maybe um, Battletown might be able to get some points on the board with that game, Leon? You'd, you'd hope so. Finally, be able to get some points because uh, Rotherfield are uh, just above them in the table. They've only won one, one league game so far. So, imagine Battle behind this fixture up as a very good chance to finally grab some, some points. Yeah, hopefully. Fingers crossed. So then we've got, so yeah, Sutherland Rangers were uh, playing at the Warden Park Academy against uh, Cookfield Rangers. Leon, I mean, how, how do you think that'll go? No, it could be, it could be a tough game. Um, Cookfield have won all three game league games they've played so far. So yeah, they've got off to a good start. So it might be a, yeah, it might be a tough one for Sutherland. The thing is with, with this league is, you know, the away games are a bit further as well. So Got that to contend with, but yeah. we'll see. We'll see, yeah, yeah. So um, at the Gibbons, uh, Hollington are playing again at home this Saturday. If you, if ever, if any of you are free against Willingdon, you, I can't see anything else but a Hollington victory. What about you? What do you think, Leon? No, I can't disagree with that. Willingdon are rooted at the bottom of the table, so for them to turn up to Hollington, I think they're in for a, a yeah difficult afternoon. Yeah. Uh, no game for Westfield that this week. They're not playing until the eighth. Right then, moving on to the ESF, the ESFL Prem. Uh, St Leonard Social were playing Sydney United in uh, Sydney's first game of the season. It's great to see them back. Uh, unfortunately, though, for Sydney, uh, St Leonard Social won three-one. Goals from Sam Richardson, Jack Elliott, and Adam Riley. Uh, with a goal for Sidley from Logan Copley. Uh, we've got uh, Bexhill Town first against Crowhurst first. Um, goal from Liam Richards. Okay, then it's Bexhill Amateur Athletic Club against Robertsbridge United. Uh, big win for Bexhill here, 5-1. Uh, two goals from Ben Barton, two goals from Samuel Cherry and a goal from Oscar Hammond. 
uh, for Be- that was for Bexhill, and Guy Ballard got the goal for Robertsbridge. Hawkehurst United's first uh, were playing Westfield Reserves in a, a feisty game for the goals and cards. Uh, three all, it finished. Mo, Mo Sally, George Lawrence, and Leon Fisher with the pen for Hawkehurst. Alex Malumba with two, and Aiden James with the goals for Westfield. Unfortunately, Baba, Babacar Diop got sore red for Westfield. Um, surprise, Quarest. Quarest lost. Lost Adam Down as one of the one of the favourites to win the league. But um, I don't really know too much about Bexhill Town's team with mm. how they're going to be, how they'll shape up. So they might be might be right up there this season. But um, as for the goals, tidy, tidy finish, wasn't it, for mm. a free kick? Lovely goal. Could, um, don't know about the keeper's position in now, to be fair. But um, yeah. Harsh. A harsh <laughs> critic. <laughs> but it's a um, shame to see Rock and Roll unable to raise the team as well. Yeah. So I don't know what's going on there. I know um, they've sort of one of these clubs that have had the same sort of group of players for the last few seasons. So, yeah, if that pool of players is getting smaller and smaller, then ho- hopefully they can keep going. Yeah. Let's hope. Right, then moving on to Division 1. Well, first game. Uh, little Common Reserves were playing uh, Tackaway first. And, um, well, uh, Tackaway won 8 nil. Two goals from Lewis Finch. Uh, two goals from Toby Payne. A goal from Toby Shaw, Nathan Smith, Jordan Harley and Kale Hakos made it 8 for uh, Tackaway. Great start. Then we go to um, Sandhurst first versus uh, South Coast Atletico. Sandhurst goals were Harry Dance, James Found, Finn Brooker with the goal for South Coast Atletico from Harrison Prince. Pass and move first. Uh, we're playing Battletown Reserves uh, in a game that was a 1-1 at half time. Uh, it was a spanking wing for uh, pass and move. They won 4-1 in the end. Goals from Jack Booth. Callum Brand, Fraser Discali, and Joshua Page uh, with the goal for uh, Battletown from Daniel Turner. Wadhurst United firsts against AFC Jesters. Uh, Wadhurst won 3 0 with goals from Owen Palmer, Toby Tapp, and Dean Tinkham. Um, that was three second half goals, so it was obviously close for a while. And that's Div 1. Surprised to see Jesters lose. Because um had them down as another one we had down as one of the favourites. But I mean mm-hmm. what have they've they've been pretty solid for I mean obviously they um got relegated last season, but you know, this, if that's a group of players that have played in the Prem, then they've always yeah, whenever I've played them over the years they've always been a pretty solid team. So be interesting to see how they do. It's nice to see little common reserves get thrashed, really. I mean, I know Takaway they've got a good side there, but so a little common, so I don't know what don't know what happened there. Yeah, so moving on to Div 2, uh, Southerscombe Rangers reserves against Victoria Baptists. Yeah, so uh, Southerscombe Rangers were up, um, Zach Boltwood, Boutwood and Callum Ludlow got the goals for Southerscombe, 2-0 up at fairly, for a fair, fair amount of the game, but then James Bellett got a goal for Victoria Baptists, but uh, Southern Rangers, hang on. Then we move on to uh, a side that I think Leon knows very well, which is Icklesham Casuals. 
looked like a magnificent 4-1 win with uh, Tom Cumber getting a hat-trick and Matt, Joe Malem. And I, I've heard it's a good one, Leon. Is this true? Getting the goals for your side, pass and moves goals from Dylan Page. Tell us about the game, sir. Funnily enough, as soon as I went off injured, we started playing well. I was sort of pulled off on the far side of the pitch, walked back around to, you know, where everyone else was. And as I was walking behind the goal, we scored. And, um, I'm yeah, sure you tied them out, Leon. You tied them the out. second half. Yeah, no, I'm still fuming about it. But, <laughs> um, yeah, and then past the move, they started off quite quite well. They was passing the ball around well. Their goal was, I'm sure the guy crossed it and it flew into the net, <laughs> caught our keeper unaware. He was off his line. But then our, our fourth goal, Joe's goal was the same, really. He's just, I'm pretty sure it was a speculative sort of cross into the area and it flew into the net. So what goes around comes around. But um, yeah, just um, pass and move started the game well. But for some reason, it's second half, they just, just, yeah, just weren't quite the same. We were quite, we defended really well. Yeah, I don't think any, any team was really going to be scoring past us. Like I say, it took a, Took a bit of a freak goal to cross to concede, yeah. but but yeah, so, no, good day all round. Yeah, so Ickleston season started now. Is that what you're saying? A force yeah, to be yeah. reckoned with. <laughs> uh, let's not get carried away. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, we played played well. Though. It was good. Yeah, well, good, good bunch of players there. So good. hopefully we can keep it up. Okay. Yeah, who first were playing Norvium seventy five and. Uh, uh, who won one nil with Callum Holt Burgess getting the goal? Hollington United reserves played Pesh Hill and well, nil nil. They would go on to uh, Ninfield first. We're playing Bexhill Rovers first. Uh, goals from Jason Taylor and uh, Mr. Chris Agata for Ninfield. Um, one in the game. Uh, well. Aggie's back. Magnificent hair on the boy. Um, does he? Does he usually turn up for Ninfield? No, he was. Um, he played for Sidley Reserves yeah. a couple of seasons ago, didn't he? So I don't know who he, who he knows over there. Either um, Andy Hales or is it Jason Taylor played a bit of county football, so he might know him. So it, we could oh, see a bit of Leon versus Aggie. Action is that what you're saying? Is it once your legs healed? Yeah, nice. Well, no, we're playing them on Saturday, so no, ah, that's, a, <laughs> that's a shame. So, yeah. anyway, that was division two. I mean, how do you think it's shaping up? Who's who's looking the strongest at the moment, Leon? Well, it's a bit early to <laughs> to call that, but um, yeah, I see. Um, I don't wonder if the Hollington Pesh game is a bit of a feisty affair because I don't know if you you saw Hollington weren't too pleased that Pesh didn't sort of stay behind in. But, you know, Drink for beer, beer or whatever. Yeah, well, because um, Hollinson are really good at, you know, putting out food for the other teams. And there's a couple of tweets there suggest it might have been a bit of a feisty affair out there. So, obviously, Pesh didn't like the Hollinson welcome. And, um, yeah, surprised to see Nor- Norvium lose as well. I mean, I know who are a good size, but I've sort of had a look through the, the lineup, and Norvium's mm. um, team is very different to... To who I faced the previous week, so I guess a lot okay. missing there. So, just going back to you, sorry to talk about you here, Leon. Um, but like this injury, I mean, how long do you think you're going to be out for? Oh, no idea, still not rush back into it, really. I'm it's 
it's annoying because like, I, go- I googled it. You know, you sort of mm-hmm. Google how, how long am I going to be out for? You're trying to gauge how how bad it is because you get different strains, different grades of pulled muscles, don't you? And it, I'm sort of reading it through saying grade three, the most serious, you should, you feel like a popping sensation, which I did, but then I haven't got any swelling or bruising and I'm able to walk on it. So it's obviously not that bad, but yeah, yeah if you read the symptoms, it's all a bit, yeah. Yeah. Obviously I'm going to sit out Saturday. I might, I might go over and just sort of, you know, on the boys. Um, well, more just to sort of, te- you know, see how my, my hamstring is, just, mm. you know, and during the warm up, just have a kick about if I can. Or if, if not, obviously Hastings are at home, aren't they? So if yeah. I feel like I can't even kick a ball, then obviously I'll be at the pilot fields, but we'll see. Well, if you're feeling sad, I'll buy you a beer. I owe you one anyway, <laughs> Leo. Okay. Right, so moving on to ESFL Div 3, Park Hill, Park for, pardon me, Parkfield first, we're playing Catsfield. Uh, comprehensive victory for Parkfield. Uh, Tom Ellis, Craig Fullerton and Oliver Truman got two for Parkfield with the goal for Catsfield from Jones. Then um, Orrington first were playing Ticehurst. Uh, Orrington winning it 3-2. Real back and forth game this that um, Orrington pin- pinched late on. Uh, Orrington's goals were from uh, uh, Tristan Hintz. He got two. And James Bliving, um, the goals for Tyshurst, Thomas Buckingham, and Harvey Poland. So, just a quick honourable mention to Hurstman Sue. We forgot their fixture last week. Either forgot or I accidentally cut it out. I am t- I'm so sorry. We missed them the last the last time we did this uh, when they had a magnificent five nil win against Parkfield. Uh, the lovely people at Hurstman Zoo. They won five nil. Robbie Hodgson. Curtis Eyes, Hamit Tusker got two, and that's that week. But now, yet more goals at Hurstman Zoo as they were playing the West Hill, the Westfield Thirds, uh, winning eight two, uh, ridiculous. Uh, that Robbie Hodgson's got four, Toby Jones, Rory Collins, Jake Brown, and Henry Richards got the goals for Hurstman Zoo. They were six nil up at halftime. Uh, the goals for Westfield was from Lewis Barrett. And Bala Shom. So great start to the season from Hurstman Zoo. Right then. So then uh, at the Shinewater Lane, uh, Sovereign Saints reserves were playing Rye Town reserves. Uh, Sovereign won 3 1 with a hat trick from Philip Broom. Uh, the goal for Rye was from Jordan Osborne. Crowhurst reserves uh, won at Mountfield. Uh, the goals were from Dale Matthews and Steve Payne. And then finally for Div 3, uh, Hastings Comets 1, Bexhill at uh, Amateur Athletic Club 1. Uh, the goals for uh, Hastings Comet, uh, Hastings Comet goals from Luke Darville and Bexhills was from Dominic Sindon. Moving on to Div 4. Uh, Burwash firsts uh, spanked uh, Tuckaway Reserves at the Dave Brown Memorial Playing Fields. Uh, Philip Collins, Rise Cooler with two, Lee Mansfield and Max Taylor with the goals for Burwash. Uh, Suttlescombe Rangers Development were playing Hastings Athletic. Um, Hastings Athletic, I think, were 1-0 were up uh, with Harley Glazer getting a goal. But then, well, uh, 
Sutherland went goal crazy with uh, two goals from Ash Russell, uh, Graham Stovell, uh, Ben Linklater, and Chris Ford with the goals for Sutherland. Uh, Westfield fourths uh, won four one at the King George, the fifth playing field against Hawkehurst. Uh, the goals for Westfield Westfield was from uh, Bobby Bulldog, Hayden Sands got two, and Ashley Jamieson got the last goal for Westfield. Uh, the goal for Hawkehurst was from Peter Godden. Uh, Battletown thirds uh, were playing Parson Moo thirds. Yeah, Battletown managed to be three nil up. Uh, goals from Brandon Darch, uh, Ricky Rogers, and Matt Ward. Parson move did get a couple of goals, but we cannot find them anywhere. So my apologies. Uh, that free game finished three two. Unfortunately for Parson move thirds, uh, they couldn't quite get back into the game. And the last game in Div Four at the Clappers Recreational Ground of Robertsbridge, Wellcroft Park Rangers reserves uh, won eight one. Um, this game is only 2-0 at half-time, so just uh, just goal crazy. Uh, a hat-trick from Benjamin Ackhurst for Wellcroft, with more goals for Wellcroft from Mark Hedges, James Martin, Matthew Williams, Alan Pope and Charles Fairweather. The goal from, the goals for, uh, the goal for, sorry, the goal for Robertsbridge was from Ben Tinge. Looking at team of the week this week, uh, obviously all the clubs get, uh, make their selections to see who can get in. So it's a mixture of all the different um, divisions. So uh, Lee Vater in goal for uh, the who goalie, uh, Lee Vater. You've got a back four, uh, Settlescombe Rangers, Connor Henscher. Uh, another who player in, in Connor, Connor Loke. Uh, Ivan Flanagan from Bexhill Town. Uh, Parson moves Harley Discala. Um, in midfield, we've got Alex Malumba uh, from Westfield, Lewis Finch from uh, Tackleway, Joe Page from Westfield, and Sam Cherry from Bexhill AAC with the uh, strike partnership of Zach B- uh, Boutwood from Suddlescombe and uh, Tackleway's Toby Payne. Uh, Leon, uh, faced any of these? plays recently? I don't think so. I mean, I, I did nominate um, Tom, our striker. I got a hat-trick on Saturday, but obviously yeah, I don't know if I put, I've got to put the vote in too late, but hey, hi. So, Leon, uh, that was the week that was. Uh, well done to your boys for big victory this week. Um, so, I am genuinely sorry to hear about your leg because I wanted to give you a few kicks uh, in our uh, kickabout football match anyway, so I'm now no longer going to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Leon, uh, we'll see. speak to you next week. I've been going out with a girl. Her name is Julie. But last night she said to me when we were watching telly. This is what she said. She said, listen, John, I love you, but there's this bloke I fancy. I don't want to two-time you, so it's the end for you and me. Who's this bloke? I asked her. Gordon, she replied, not that puff I said dismayed. Yes, but he's no puff, she cried. 
more the man than you'll ever be. Here we go. Two, three, four. I was so upset that I cried all the way to the chip shop. When I came out, there was Gordon standing at the bar stop. And guess who was with him? Yeah, Julie. And they were both laughing at me. Oh, she is cruel and heartless to pack me for Gordon. Just cause he's better looking than me. Just cause he's cool and trendy. But I know he's a moron. Gordon is a moron. She's a tart, he's very cheap She is a slut, he fits his tough She is a bitch, he is a puff Yeah, yeah, it's not fair Yeah, yeah, it's not fair I'm so upset I'm so upset, I'm so upset Yeah, yeah I ought to smash his face in Yeah, but he's bigger than me, isn't he? I know. I'll get the mate Perry to it. He's threatening. Yeah, but Perry's a mate of all, isn't he? Oh well. I don't care. And now over to the SBTS fan roundtable and massive thanks to Willsey, Robbie and Smithy for making it happen. Right. It gives me great pleasure to have the, the wonderful uh, Adam Smithy, uh, HUIC chair, Twitter, Twitter bod and top man in general, um, the wonderful John Wills and the returning uh, Robbo. He loves a linesman. Um, I mean, there's there's so many things you've got to say about the officiating, and it's all it's all spot on, and it's particularly spot on uh, for the the this uh, last night's Cray game. But hello, gents, how are we all? All good, very well, thank you. But I'm good, honestly, I'm good. Right, so <laughs> anyway, chaps, great to have you on. Um, well, this is the day after uh, the a magnificent away victory at Cray, uh, Cray who were flying. Uh, just fantastic. I personally listened to it on the radio, Radio Carter. I, anyone that isn't going to be able to make a game, please listen. It was fantastic. But you boys were there. So um, who who wants to start and talk about a, a fantastic 1-0 victory? Um, I do. <laughs> Bully boy wills. There you go. Uh, I I think more than anything, this this kind of, announces Hastings United to the um to the league really. I, I think um we we've not really had poor performances. We've gone under the radar a bit with the results that didn't always match the, um our performances. But you know to go to somewhere and they were fourth, potentially going up to third or second, um unbeaten for six games and and 
I don't know about what the other guys think, but I didn't feel we 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 weren't threatened for the whole game. We didn't seem not in control. There wasn't a point where you think this is going to slip away from us. Um, it, it was just, um, I think it's testimony to the the brilliant defence, really. We've now had four clean sheets. I know you haven't at the moment. <laughs> I get that one in the game. It's, You've got to keep it going. Go on. Diarrhea in your house. But, <laughs> but it, that's an incredible achievement, going up a level. Four clean sheets. Again, and we played against some of the top teams. You know, it's not crummy teams we played against. And I just thought... What a way to announce yourself! You go up there and and it, you know, we score at that time of the game, and you think that that's perfect. Mm. Uh, Robbie, but, uh, yeah, very good summary. I was able to. I was about to say a classic Tuesday night, but it was a Wednesday night. It was a, it was a classic midweek night. Yeah, good form. As I say, we we looked comfortable. There wasn't any chances where we were going to see back and oh god, they look like going to score there. They had a couple of half chances which defence and Louis dealt with really well. There's one time in the second half they had a really good ball in. Louis stormed through about five players, KO'd one of theirs, and took, took the ball cleanly. Super. It was beautiful. But yeah, we were solid. We looked good. The players up for a fight, and ref didn't like that. But yeah, <laughs> at one point all three of our central midfielders were booked. Um, so that shows with the players up for a grit and determination. And if, if we had a bit of luck early in the season, we would be right up there near top because obviously we've had two games this season where, as I say, we nearly won. We could have easily won. So to finally get the luck, all the 50-50 start going our way. It's good to see and bring on Saturday. Definitely bring on Saturday. Smithy, your thoughts on the game? Yeah, and no, I'm just echoing what, what the boys have said about the defence. Normally, when we're behind the goal, you sort of have moments like clear it, clear it, clear it. You get ever so panicked because you can't really see how close they're getting to the goal. But I felt last night we dealt with everything before they even got to the 18-yard box. You know, other than the, the chance that, that Robbie said where Louis come out and claim the ball. I don't remember him getting really close, which is a lot more comfortable to watch. And I, I think it, it goes along with with the last game, they're, they're some of the most comfortable 1-0 wins I've been at. You know, OK, it'd be nice to score earlier, but we don't look like conceding, which is really good. Mm. I mean, I, yeah, oh, yeah, I was just saying, from a radio point of view, um, when old Carter said, oh, they, uh, Craig got a free kick, and it, the panic in me, when I was, particularly when we were 1-0 up, was, oh, shit, they got some testy free kick right on the edge of our box, and it's like in their own half. It was always in their own half. There was never a time it from a rep. I didn't panic too much, and I particularly a one nil on the radio. That's that you're guaranteed to be bricking it, aren't you? But it it wasn't. It was uh, it was marvelous, and to hear the the Cray uh, fans whinging in the background was uh, excellent. Did you? We didn't see or hear any Cray fan. Well, no, perhaps it's my just, eyes. To be fair, was, Carter had two sitting right behind him. Yeah, just chuntering. <laughs> Was the two, yeah, yeah. But to be fair, um, Popey says credit for his goal. Actually, although uh, someone would hear about it, saying simple, he actually showed fantastic composure. Because when mm. the ball rebounded off the keeper, he actually got trapped under his legs a little bit. He didn't panic. He kept calm. Let the keeper come to him and saw it past him nicely. So yeah, great composure. And it's good to see him finally get a goal again. Start silence the critics and get back in the scoring sheet where he belongs. Well, the it's anticipation not, not, as well, doing what the number nine should do, 
you know, Hass has hit a beautiful shot. Just just be there if it bounces off the keeper. Yeah, and the amount of times it does at this level, you you just got to be there and you you put it away. Their defence switched off. I was expecting the offside flag to go up. But it didn't go up. It was timed it beautifully. And that's it. It felt like an, it felt like it had a ball for an age. It, I don't know how long it actually was, but live, it felt like it had to walk about five minutes. It felt long. Yeah. 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 It was you. We know how, how hard he works. He's always 100% and, he, and right in their face all the time. But he really needed a goal for his efforts. I think this, this is. Um, he couldn't have gone to to a better um, person, really, with regard to that. I mean, he's, he keeps his confidence up, but you you're not you're not always scoring in that position, and and I think that was that was perfect that he he has got the winner there, he, you know, and and he's off. Um, I'm just us, say- yeah, chaps, tell us about the defence again. Obviously, that's the fourth clean sheet. Insert John Will's joke. Um, how immense are they playing at the moment? I mean, really Brefo, you, you know, for Brefo to keep Finn out the side shows how good he's playing. Stoney's just solid. I think obviously having Jake back really sort of bolsters and gives us more strength. But I think as good as them three have been, the standout's got to be Kane Penn. Agreed. At mm. left back. You know, he's he's not a left-back by trade. He's not left-footed. But he has just been immense and he's getting stronger and stronger and stronger. And he, he didn't stop running last night. He didn't... No one got past him. He got forward well. He was unlucky with a cross early on in the game that sort of didn't quite get through. But, yeah, they, they've been phenomenal as a, as a group. Mm. Yeah. Kane Penn goes unnoticed sometimes. I think Ollie Black had a similar problem a couple of seasons ago when he first came on the scene, went unnoticed with good performances. And Kane Penn has had the same problem. Most improved player in the team, I think, from last season. Has not let us down once, as far as I'm concerned, this season. Was probably very unlikely not to get player of the month last season. Um, only got kept out of that Chalmers was brilliant. Was the only re- reason I stopped him getting it. But he's, he's been up there, one of my players this season so far. Again, I only heard it on the radio, but uh, it sounded like Sammy Adams had a great game again. Was Am I far off? Well, of course, like, just chased everything, got involved, never stopped running, leading the team as he does. In fact, he wants to retire sets three years ago, ridiculous. Yeah, he, he sets the tempo because he doesn't stop running. It makes everyone else run. If, if you see Sammy, uh, whether he's 35, 36 now, not stop running, you, you, you've got to run as well. So talking of the Cray game, Lloyd Dawes made his comeback. It didn't last long, gentlemen. Uh, I mean, I've seen the video where it goes off, which is an absolute shocker. What do I'm sure you've all seen it. What, what's we your thoughts? We you were there. The yeah. Don't like you, we're not don't start, don't you start, you bastard. Go on. Uh, first one was silly. It's one of those. How many times have I abused the ref for not booking an opposition player for doing the exact same he did for the first yellow card? Mm. He did kick it away. Pretty much the ref wasn't going to do anything about it. Then a Cray player started shouting at him next to it and he came and booked him. Mm. He did kick it away. Probably wasn't yeah. a third yellow card. And the second one, t- the tackle was not a yellow card, in my opinion. It wasn't even a foul, in my opinion. But you could make the argument, what is he doing making a tackle when he knows something yellow card? And the ref has been card happy all game. Mm. Any chance he had to book so I went off their feet even slightly he was booking all Hastings players 
so maybe he could have maybe not jumped in, but well, then but by the ref. We would have been saying, oh, why aren't he even challenging for that? I mean, he had an amazing burst of speed. It was a 50-50 ball to go for, and he, well, I thought he won it cleanly. He did. It's because of Craig player rolled. He did a classic, oh, I'm hurt, and then jumped up was, was that... I don't think he even touched him. Lord, had, had the ref allowed that to carry on, which he should have done, Lloyd Dawes would have scored. It was just set up for it. And it was a... It was a good competitive burst of speed across there. And, you know, what really got me was, um, was it Popey that was through on goal, last defender, no one else in sight? No intention of taking the ball, just barging into him, not even just, an attempt to make the ball. And the ref was like, oh, I don't know what to do. So if you give the free kick... And it's the last play and you've stopped an obvious goal-scoring opportunity. He's got to go, hasn't he? And he's just save you. If you make a legitimate attempt for the ball, it's a yellow card. But he made no attempt for the ball whatsoever. He, and, it was a, and so you've just had Lloyd Dawes sent off very dubiously and, and he gets away with that. And you think, where's the... Even, well, I was going to say, where's the consistency? But I heard Lloyd Dawes tackle was anything but uh, he's won a 50-50 challenge but that just kind of makes you fume it's just a good job that we were we have a 1-0 victory otherwise these things are a bit more of an issue aren't they yeah true I think I think we've been quite lucky this season that the refereeing has been a lot lot better but last night was by far the worst and it sort of it does remind you of some of the refs that we got last I'm season I'm pretty sure I've seen him last season because I remember making some of the same ginger comments last season at Seven Oaks away. I remember there making this. It there was is ginger. more than one ginger ref in the league. Uh, no. Surely, Robbie. Well, I don't know. It's not the one that was the lino. But no, no. I remember. I remember oh, a similar looking ref at Seven Oaks away, and I was making all sorts of comments to him because he was also bad. Similarly, we, we won that Robbie. game, didn't we? Uh, we did. Another game we won with the ref was also can't happy. So it could maybe be in the same ref. <laughs> I think it was Rob's fault anyway because he was oh. his outrageous behaviour in the first half, actually complimenting the ref, saying, I think he's doing quite well. Oh, God, yeah. I actually did say that. 20 you minutes in. He um, curved it. Because we had a 50 50 foul, we wasn't given in our favour. But then at the other end, we, we took a Craig player out, ref didn't give it, pretty much identical tackle. But he's actually shown consistently there. I, I think I might like this ref. And it went downhill from there. So you so made the ref later, overconfident. Well, perhaps, <laughs> perhaps, the, perhaps the ref heard heard him and remembered his co- ginger comments from last <laughs> season and thought, "I'll show him." <laughs> and then his game, the ref's game, deteriorated. Second <laughs> half, books tried to book the bar team, and, and then that stupid sending off. Hmm. Smithy, yeah, stop, stop doing your work. And uh, we're talking about the ref. Come on. Can't I can't say it. It's naughty words. <laughs> an Ashford <laughs> fan. For one of better words, an Ashford fan. Or John Wills, as we now call them. Oh, yes. <laughs> well, that, that, that ref was a right John Wills. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice to know your name's been turned into a swear word. <laughs> No. no, I won't accept that, John Wills. I won't accept that. John Wills is not a swear word. Yeah, it's too rude to be a swear word. Exactly. 
Um, one of the things that we noticed from the game is that uh, obviously Joe Gabodi's not with us. He's gone back to Gillingham. I think I'm sure you'll share the same thoughts that he has come along and been exemplary. And from his great, oh, his great goals, his his effort, he's got another chance sure. for the Gillingham we, team. Wish him well. I mean, yeah. we, all, we always know it's going to be short. Came in exemplary professional. Not a bad word to say about him. Wish him the best for his whole career. Well, I've got a strong whisper, strong whisper that you know. It might not be the end of things, but, you know, it just see how it gets on. It, yeah, it, it seemed I I saw Joe with his dad and, and asked him directly what, what's happening. Uh, Gillingham called him back and is it going to be, is that his last game for Hastings? And he said yes, he seemed to say yes. And then I spoke to his dad a bit later and his dad was, was saying... Well, maybe, you know, and maybe it's his last game for Gillingham. So I don't know. Oh. I think it's, I might have misheard. Um, wouldn't be the first time, but um, I don't know. It's not, it's not clear cut, but, mm. you, you know, you've, whether, I think in some ways, looking at his potential and his age and his confidence and his poise and skills, that you think even he's going to go above Gillingham anyway, isn't he, at some point in his career, it seems. But you don't know, do you? Yeah, it's early days for that sort of talk, John. But yeah, no, he's definitely more than good enough for this league. So, you know, all all the best to the lad. Do you know what I mean? Uh, you know, he, when he was wearing a Hastings shirt, he gave 100%. You can't argue with that, can you? So, And it was a handy time. We, had, we were struggling with injuries. Do you know what I mean? It's um, he's done us a good big favour there. Now Pope has got the goal. Lloyd Dawes nearly back to fitness, if not fit. James Hull, and maybe a mystery striker. Who knows? If Smithy's going to tell us who it is, oh, it sounded like you had news then. Yeah, I was about to say, what was it? It's breaking news of the podcast. Well, I'm not giving out anything. No, I can't give out my sources. What well, um <laughs> says the man with five kids <laughs> <laughs> that he knows of that he knows yeah. of that he knows of yeah it might be Nick we haven't seen Nick for a while you know I think he's but he's what? probably been training oh, what well, Nick's producing children no Nick is the mystery striker if if you get oh. uh, if yeah, but Nick's a little bit temperamental, let's be honest. Imagine managing Nick. Nasty well, Nick. Uh, has he gone near red card offences when we've been playing? Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah. No, no, we love Nick. Uh, one of the best supporters we have. Very uh, opinionated, wouldn't you say, chaps? I, I am not a leg to stand on of being opinionated. <laughs> Right, Smithy, stop doing work while you're on the podcast, please. He does not work. He pretends to work. If right, if I hear any sex noises coming on now, yeah, make sure the volume's off. Do you know what I'm doing? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Are you sending those emails out for the supporters club? No, I'm writing a letter for Shannon because she's going to go around and get raffle prizes for our race night. 
Oh, is she? So, so we need to give her some money, don't we? No, she's going to get them for free with her charm and this letter. Ah. Hang on. Hang on. Let's not go there. Let's not go there. Shannon. Oh, where were you going? Shannon, come on. It's That's... Friday the 30th. It'll be a week from when this comes out. Yes. And please go come on. Yeah. John, you'll be there, wouldn't you? I'm off. I'm not working, so I'm going to be there. Beware. I'm sorry, I drifted off. You got boring. The uh, <laughs> the pilot field, the pilot field serve for the race tonight. <laughs> Supporters Club are hosting a race tonight next Friday, Friday the 30th. Oh, yeah. That, that's good. Is that Black Lives Matter? Or... <laughs> uh, uh, no, no political events at uh, the pilot field, uh, John. But but haven't we if got... you want, if you want, we will all take a knee when the horses run. Uh... <laughs> no, okay, right. Let's move yeah. on to Cole Shorten. Cole Shorten is this Saturday at the pilot field. I am not working. I will be there. Well, it's a rare one because you'll be there, but myself, but George, be. and Daryl. So we've also a drummer and our backup drummers. Yeah. Someone else needs to step up the drumming on Saturday or tomorrow, as this podcast airs. Well, I don't know anyone who... Uh, well, this is a shout-out to Pat McCrossan. I think Pat McCrossan needs to get his ass down there then, didn't he? What, what Cliffy, about, you need to message him. Message him. Uh, go on. What about George's, George's Padwan from last night? Oh, well, if they're not banned. <laughs> right. Hang on. Fill me in. I weren't there. Come on. Some drunken antics came from some youngsters last night, shall we say. Well, we won't name and shame them, but yeah, they're... George are trading them up, but they were getting drunker and rowdier. So, and when you're talking youngsters, how old are these people? Because obviously, I'm old. Eighteen. Eighteen. Oh, it's not a. It's not a youngster. Fifteen year olds a youngster. But well, I um, thought, yeah, there's a the QPR basically a, a light. Oh, oh yeah, I know them. So lightweights. That's all you need to say. Lightweights. Yeah, so, they could be doing it. If you're in South Africa, in South Africa, they'd call them soft gogs. But anyway, we move on. Uh, any uh, uh, anything else, guys? Are we got, can we talk about Carl Shorten, please? What are we thinking? Oh, no, I think it's three, three points. It's yeah. going to be three points. With, if we think of it, um, the team, the three teams above us, have got really tough games. Um, we were talking about it last night. So definitely all three of those games are losable. I mean, at the best case scenario, if we win that, we actually go into a playoff position. I know it's early days. Right, yeah, come on, John, come on. Uh, but think of that. We start off near the bottom of the league. And uh, after a few games, when when we've really got established, um, we're now up that end of the table. I think that's fantastic. Yeah, but I mean, as I said to when I interviewed Gary Elphick, when we were struggling, you know, like when we were down at the bottom, you don't look at the team. The table does not tell you the, the kind of true outcomes until 12, 15 games in, doesn't it? At the, so, in the air. But but even even then, you you know, two thirds had gone and and um, you can start a run and and um, like we did last season. Hmm. But this... Think about it. This time last season, what position were we? We were. We barely played the game with all the cup games. 
Yeah, exactly. I can't um, remember. And to be fair, we're I think I think we're under position right now because obviously both Lewis and Folkestone, we had shots wrong side of the post, they went in. Four more points. Averly, wrong decision. Maybe that's five more points. We have five more points, we joined top. So even even um getting when Finn got sent off that we played well, well that second half we dominated that game. So yeah, yeah I, I am really confident about Saturday in the whole season. Yeah. I mean ifs and buts. Ifs and buts, but the way the team has been playing last, well, five, six, five, six games, it's been, it's been a joy. It's been a real joy. Four game unbeaten run in the league, and have we conceded a goal or have we conceded one goal? Yeah, I think. Well, I'll tell you what. Big going to again. I'm going to mention our uh, radio card, our HUFC radio on Twitter. It was invaluable for me. So I could catch our Hastings boys winning one nil away. I'll be listening to you on the wedding on Saturday. I won't be yeah. listening to that boring stuff. I'll be listening to the radio Carter, the real stuff. The real. Did stuff. you not follow it on Twitter? Twitter was amazing last night. Yeah, your, your, your Twitter game was average. No, no, well, it was great. It was great as ever. The, you can't even look at it. And no, I did. I did have a look. <laughs> it's like oh, someone's been subbed. Right. The just um, to summarize. One. Yeah. To summarize. Well done, Hastings United. Four clean sheets more than Laverick. <laughs> hey. <laughs> uh, very good. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever write Only Falls and Horses, John? Yeah. yeah. Right. Chaps, thank you. Take care. Um, thank you, Adam, Robbie and John for coming on. Um, I will definitely see I won't see Robbie at the game but he goes to lots of games so I'm never going to be critical Um, thanks chaps and I know all of us either will be listening or being there at the pilot field to cheer the boys on Saturday yay see ya that's it for another week grassroots football fans whoever you're going to watch this week make sure you're loud and proud as ever if you want to get in contact with the show or have any suggestions or want to get in on our weekly roundtables, that email again is hufcpod at gmail.com or on the Twitter, which is at hufcpodcast. You can get this podcast on all major platforms, be it Google Podcasts, Audible, iTunes, Spotify or Amazon Music. And we have a jam-packed YouTube channel, chock-a-block full of video interviews and episodes from the podcast. Please, please, please give it a look, a comment, or a like but definitely subscribe it's all free all that's left for me to say is i've been your host chris laverick hope you have a good week and see you at the game <laughs>